Brought to you by JMR Rentals, jmrny.com. Hello and welcome to No Rest for the Weekend. I'm Jason Godby, and today on the program, joining me here in the Rabbit Hole studio for the first time since forever, <laughs> he is the founder of the Takawa Film Festival, Mr. James Oxford. Welcome back, James. Thank you very much. Thank you for pronouncing Tonkwa correctly. Good job. <laughs> now, the, the first time, so you were one of the early, I think you might have been the first Zoom interview that we did oh, during really? the pandemic because you had just done the festival. And by the skin of your teeth, you guys got out of there. Yeah, we launched one week before shutdown. So how has the festival evolved and kind of like, how did it come to be in the first place and, and what's happened since then? Yeah, how it really got started was, my God, almost 10 years ago, um, we had a short film that we were touring around film festivals with and my parents had attended one of those at a festival in Oklahoma. And it really just kind of spurred that idea of what would it be like to have a film festival back in my hometown in Oklahoma. And so there came a time about five years ago when my mother was on the Chamber of Commerce in Tonkawa, and we decided that might be a great time to have the Chamber kind of help us launch that event as an event through the Chamber. And so that's kind of where how it got started. Um, we just thought it would be something unique and interesting for the town. There was nothing like it. There was nothing really like it in the area. Um, we definitely have film festivals in Oklahoma, but we're not anywhere near a large city. So we're hour and a half probably from the closest city that if you did want to attend a festival. So that's where we kind of, that's that's kind of where the idea started and that's where why we chose that time to kind of kick it off. And then you guys, of course, you got hit with the pandemic. How did you manage that? Did you got, did you go virtual for a while, or like how did you how did you figure it out? No, we, we pure, pure luck. We never missed a single year of the festival, so we're getting ready to have our fourth year of the festival. Um, and like I said, when we were planning the first festival, it was I believe March sixth and seventh of twenty twenty. And so when that festival was getting ready to happen, we were starting to hear the talk about you know, COVID and there might be things that needed to start being adjusted, but we were able to go ahead and have the festival as is. Um, and then within a week or two, everything started to shut down. We had also decided at that time that March wasn't a great time of year for us to have the festival in Oklahoma. So we're like, you know what, let's try a different time of the year. Let's shoot for Mar uh, May of the following year. So May of 2021. And so only based on time of year, assuming like a lot of people at the time, oh, this COVID thing will be over in like a month. So we weren't even thinking about that for the next year. So when the next year came around, you know, March, April was when the vaccine started to become available. And so by the time May came around, all of the filmmakers that attended were able to get vaccinated. And so everybody kind of felt comfortable coming together again at that time and keep in mind this is a small festival it's in a very small town we're not talking about thousands of people crammed in a small space so we were able to do that and then the next year we moved it to april and by then you know things i mean nothing's normal yet but you know a semblance of normalcy had returned people who wanted to take extra precautions had those available to them and so that's so that's why we were able to move forward. So like I said, we never, we never went virtual. Um, and because of the size of our f 
festival and because we were so new, virtual wasn't really an option we were considering. We're like, we'll either be able to have it or we'll skip a year if we have to um, because ours is the type of festival attending it's really the biggest benefit you're getting. Um, we're not going to make you famous. <laughs> we're not going to change your filmmaking career. Um, so, yeah, so that was something we took into consideration. So, yeah, really just pure luck. When you first started, you were doing – it was all shorts. Correct. Is it still all shorts or are you guys including features? I know. It's still shorts. Still um, shorts. Yep, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to be – in our minds, smart about the festival and that we're growing it at a rate that the audience builds. So we don't want to extend it. You know, right now it's a two-day festival. Um, we don't want to extend that. And in order to really include features and then still have shorts in there and have time for it, you're probably going to have to at least go three or four days. And then two, you're going to have to have an audience that's going to show up, which has always been important for us because filmmakers are always at the center of it. And we want them to have this experience that they feel like, oh, this was worth coming for. And so we want them to be in a theater full of people watching their film. We don't want it to be them and two other people watching their film. And so if you start to include a lot more films and you don't have the audience for it, you just spread it out. And so then you have such few people and it just, it, it changes the whole experience because like I said, as filmmakers, we know what that's like. We know what it's like to set in an audience of, you know, two or 300 people watching our film and what that feels like. And then we know what it's like to be us and two of our friends <laughs> sitting in an empty theater watching our, our film. And it's just not the same. And so that's been important to us is, is that, that experience for the filmmaker, how that feels for them. So we definitely want to grow. We have plans to grow and expand, but not before we're ready. For the filmmakers listening, mm -hmm. um, what is the what do you guys look for themes are there different categories that you do awards for like we we do have categories we cover all the genres um we definitely put uh, an emphasis on um indigenous filmmakers um we put um some emphasis on filmmakers that are definitely in the region so oklahoma and texas arkansas kansas new mexico and those areas um but outside of that we want to see everything. Um, so we love documentaries and animation. And so we have a mix of everything that you can think of. Um, and that's what's important because the other side of this is we focus on the filmmakers, like I said, but then we also focus on the audience. And because this is a festival in my hometown where I grew up, I live in New York, but I grew up in a small farm town in Oklahoma it's what I want them to see. I want to be like, here's the world that I've found out there <laughs> moving around the country. This is the world I found. I want to bring it back to you. So there's these types of films that are not commercial. They're not in your everyday films. A lot of people don't watch documentaries or a lot of people, when they think of animation, they think of cartoons for children. They don't think about that there are really amazing heavy, hard-hitting dramas or thrillers or horror films or comedies in the animation world and, 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 and the various types of animation that exist. I've, I've I found myself falling really hard for, for the world of animation and that art form. It's, it's amazing to me. So, yeah, we're open to, to any kind of film, 20 minutes or less. Um, we don't have Obviously, we're a small festival, so we don't have premiere requirements. We don't have to be your world premiere. Um, we just look, we're just looking for great films. And that's the other thing we're trying to do, too, is 
we want people who come and watch films here that they're like, you know, this is a small town, this is a small festival, but this is a really high quality films that we're seeing. You know, we're not just we're not focused on, hey, if it's made in Oklahoma, it's going to be in. It's not true. You know, I, I'm in the process of, of choosing the films as we speak. Um, it's 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 a tough job. You know, there's a lot of films that we're having to pass on that I love. There's, you know, I don't have enough time to show them all. And so it's a, it's a good position to be in. It's a good position to be in. I have too many films that I like and that we think would be a great fit for the festival. And we just can't fit them all in. So we have to we have to narrow it down the best we can. What was the response when you brought these films there for the first time? And, and have people have people kind of embraced the festival as like, oh, great, it's time for the film festival. Like, yeah. I know you you did a parade the first year. Yeah, we have one every year. Um, so, like, what was the town's response to it? Yeah, the town's response was I wasn't quite sure what to expect, you know, because when we started the festival, it had been 20 years since I had moved away because I moved when I went to college and then I hadn't moved back since then. So, you know, a lot of the people I grew up around either were gone or, um, you know, I just had been out of touch with. So it was interesting to go back because there were a lot of people that knew me and who had grown up with me. But there was a lot of people who, who did not know me. They knew my family. They didn't know me as a person because I had been gone so long. So it was interesting to, you know, the way we, we did it was I set up a meeting. Um, I flew down to Oklahoma and we set up a meeting with um, we have a junior college there, which is actually where the venue for the festival um, and so we had the president of the college and we had the mayor and we had the chamber of commerce and then just various people from different art organizations uh, within the area. And I just kind of pitched to them. I'm like, if I were to do a film festival, this is how I would do it. You know, and I kind of pitched to them. And, and, you know, most of them had never been to a film festival, did not know what they entailed. They had never heard of short films. They didn't know, did not know that was even a thing that existed. And so, um, you know, I was really selling this whole idea of something they just had no idea what to expect. The good news was I guess I made a good pitch. <laughs> and so they're like, you know what, it, it sounds good and we trust you, so let's go for it. So that was kind of the initial thing. Um, and then the town kind of just jumped in gung-ho right off the bat. You know, everybody loved the idea, and we did go big right out of the gate you know i mean f for what it was um like you said you know we had a parade because i knew that was something we had to make our festival unique um again there's the filmmakers and there's the audience so when i go back to the filmmaker i'm like why do i want you to come all the way to the middle of nowhere oklahoma to attend this film festival what is my incentive to you um there are not people here looking to buy your film and sell it um there's not people um there's not a, a massive audience, so why would you come? And so I was like, I'm going to give you this really unique, amazing experience. And I think that's the other thing that the town really got excited about was that all these filmmakers were going to be, uh, be coming from all parts of the country. And they did. I, I wasn't really sure what, what the response would be from filmmakers, but in that very first year, they were from L.A. and they were from New York City and they were from Florida and Texas, of course, and then, you know, the, the Midwest. And so we just had all these amazing people and, and, and they were all just the most lovely, amazing people that you've ever met, these filmmakers. And the town just fell in love with them. And so, yeah, every year it's everybody knows it's going on. And every year that gets bigger and bigger, that more and more people know about it. They're talking about it months in advance. 
everybody wants to be involved. How do we, you know, how, how do we help? And so that's been exciting. What was funny was when we had the second year's festival, the town realized it clicked in their mind. They're like, oh, wait it's going to be a whole different group of filmmakers because they had fallen in love with this first group that came that first year. And they're like, oh, they're all going to come back again. It's like, oh, no, these are all new films, all new filmmakers. And so it's been fun. It's been fun to see how much the town has embraced it. They've absolutely loved it. And the filmmakers have have seemed to have loved the festival itself. So it's been a great love, love. (laughs) You know, what's crazy is that, you know, South by wasn't a thing Mm -hmm. until it was a thing. Yeah. Sundance wasn't a thing until it was a thing. You know, no film festival. It's it's one thing that, you know, because we cover a lot of this stuff in New York City. Yeah. Which, you know, people come here just because it's New York. Mm-hmm. And you see people from L.A., but then, you know, you also, in the business, so to speak. But then you also get somebody from, like, you know, East Jesus, South Carolina, mm-hmm. who's just like, oh, my God, I got my film into this film festival. Yeah. Because now you don't have to live in a major city to make films. Right. So, you know... One of the reasons that I want to have people like you on the show is that, you know, we do have an audience of filmmakers, but we also have an entertainment audience. And it's like you don't have to be in New York, L.A., Chicago to get this stuff. Right. And now because of the Internet and because of the mass availability of information, you can kind of do this anywhere. Like all mm-hmm. you need is a place where you can get butts and seats on a big screen. Yep. You know, yeah. Um, my first festival that I got into was in, you know, Houston, Texas. Never been to Houston, Texas before. Yeah. Um, they'd never met anybody from Brooklyn before. And it was like a love affair. Like mm-hmm. people I'd made friends and people I would never, you know, I never would have even thought to like be in my circle or like right. even thought, oh, these guys, you know, because, you know, New Yorkers are kind of ethnocentric and mm-hmm. we think that New York is the center of the world. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, you're not in New York, but you still exist. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel better. I think every town thinks that. <laughs> but, you know, just on a bigger scale. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, New Yorkers think that New York yeah. is like the world and then there's yeah. everything else that orbits yeah. us. For for this year, because mm-hmm. you're going up, uh, it's April 15th and 16th this uh, year? 14th and 15th. April 14th and 15th. Yep. What can audiences expect to see? Like I said, the quality is, is, is or I want to say the average quality of the film just gets better and better every year. We're definitely seeing a lot of, you know, art always imitates life. And so that's what's always interesting about screening all these films when we get them each year is you can tell that there's a subject matter that is very relevant to what's going on in the world today. So we're seeing a lot of films around immigration and the things uh, that are happening there and how those things are affecting people um, in, in different ways. So we're definitely, you're going to see things about that kind of subject matter. Um, we've gotten some, you know, and I've already gone on about it, but we have some just some really amazing um, animation uh, this year. And then the, another category that we actually added, we had had music videos in the past, but we didn't have a category for them. So this year we actually opened up and have a special category just for music videos, which is, uh, I think, fun because it is another way to tell a story. You know, we think about the music aspect of it, but then there's the visuals. Music videos have been around for, you know, decades now, but they are, can be a very artistic way to tell a story with music combined with the visuals how those visuals interpret that song they're, 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 it's really interesting it's it's an interesting art form and it's also 
great to see those stories from other countries because um, after the first year, maybe it was the maybe the first two years, um, it was just domestic. Um, now we do international films as well, and so those have been well received. So you're definitely going to see some more great documentaries um, uh, from around the world, um, comedies, drama, horror. So yeah, have people from other countries showed up yet? Not yet. Okay. So, uh, that's something you're looking forward to. That's what I'm looking forward uh, to. So last year- You're going to have to rename it Tonkawa International Film Festival. I know, but then I'd be tiff. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd just confuse hey, if, everybody. If people confuse you for the other one, maybe you'll get more submissions. I might, but they're going to be really angry when they show up. <laughs> they're like, it is a lot hotter here. This is not Canada. <laughs> and smaller than we thought this was But there's be. also like, isn't it Telluride the same? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's a popular acronym. Yeah. What do you have planned, you know, because this is year number three, for the, year four. number four for you. Yeah. So what's what do you see kind of coming down the road? Where would you like to end up in, you know, five years, ten years if it keeps going? I think with the festival, as because it's, it, it is growing um, and we're seeing a lot of its reputations growing. That's what's really, I, th- I think, great about the festival because the festival – hasn't outgrown itself yet. It's not that the festival itself is too big, but people's awareness that it exists um, is growing. And so we're starting to get a lot, you know, even the state government, you know, you know, I've had people reach out to me and be like, oh, we've been hearing about your festival. So like the tourism board have reached out. Um, and a lot of people just from around the country, because used to, I could tell that the submissions we were getting for, were from people that we were actively going out being like, please submit to our festival, please submit to our festival. That percentage is becoming smaller and smaller, and you're getting more and more people that are, I don't know them, I didn't ask them to submit, they found us on their own. So that's a really a good thing. And then there's other things that I can't necessarily talk about yet, but there are things that and conversations I've had recently that have led me to believe that it's definitely gaining a great reputation. So because of that, um, there's things that we want to do as far as forming a – we're actually looking at fil- forming a film commission in Tonkwa to actually start to encourage filmmaking in this town and in the area because, um, you know, there's a lot of films that really are based in small rural communities. And we and because we have a town that's already kind of excited about this world and what's going on, they're ready. They're ready. Like, come to Tonkawa and 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 we'll you know we have so many kind of just various cool locations and things so we're starting to put that together we're looking at starting to do a scholarship program for people who are wanting to go into film you know someone like me when I grew up there would have never known that that was a thing that people do (laughs) in real life Um, and so we're starting to look at scholarship programs and then just Outside of that, just grow it. You know, get it to the point where we have panels, get it to the point where we have special speakers come and special guests um, come to the festival. And so I think we're on the cusp of that, to be honest. I mean, I think we're getting really close. I think some big things are going to happen in the next couple of years. That sounds awesome. I mean, like I said, like none of these film festivals that are huge now started mm-hmm. out that way. Right. And the fact that you're getting ground buzz, I mean, I remember years ago I was at uh, IFC, at, mm-hmm. or they call it the Gotham now. Yeah. And um, there were people from different film commissions around. Mm. And I was like, Mississippi was there or someplace like that. And I was like, people make – yeah, I guess they, you can make – and now always you're seeing more movies uh, like in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And, of course, George is huge now. It's like a second Hollywood For basically. Sure. Do you feel like you're, the local talent you're seeing 
I mean, from when you grew up there, like it's like when they first started Sundance. Mm-hmm. You know, they were when, and the independent movies started out in the '90s. The quality of the films wasn't that great. Right. You know, now to get into these festivals with like an indie short, you have to have like a movie star in it. You know, mm-hmm. to get yeah. just to get in there. Yeah. Do you feel like you've seen the quality of films come up from the lo- from people in and around? the area? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that I'm seeing it, uh, them grow. I mean, there's definitely filmmakers that we met in in the very beginning that are continuing to make films, and you're seeing that quality grow, and I think that's a natural progression with a filmmaker. Um, we learn the lessons and hopefully get better. Um, one of the things that I've also loved about the festival was that we have had filmmakers who, some were from Texas and some were from Oklahoma, and they've all kind of teamed up. They met each other at our film festival, and they're continuing to make films and collaborate with each other, which I think is fantastic, and, and that helps them grow as filmmakers as well. Because, and I'm, I mean, this topic's been talked about, you know, a million times, but we really are in that world where, to your point, you can live anywhere. Three, uh, two, um, the technology is just not as expensive as it used to be. It used to, there was just, there was such a barrier of money that very few people could overcome. It was cost prohibitive. Yeah, very cost prohibitive. And so those things have kind of gone away, and it really is just about how creative can you be, how resourceful can you be, and how big do you want to go. And also being able to, to, to I, I want to say self-aware. Um, and I do this myself when it comes to putting on a film festival. You know, I didn't go in and say, let's have a, a week-long film festival and let's have features and shorts and a screenplay contest. I could have done all that, and some people try that. I knew that, for me, was not the smart way to go, and it's the same way with filmmaking. Know what you're capable of in the moment that you're in and do that. And then as you grow, what you're capable of and what you're uh, able to do will grow as well, and then you can tackle those bigger projects. Um, Because I think that it's easy to get discouraged with anything that you take on, if you take on too much and you fail, or don't reach the, the the goal you had set for yourself, so set a realistic goal and just knock it out of the park. That's the kind of the beauty of short film fests because you can pack a lot of movies in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I always tell people that you know if your movie is twenty minutes, that's probably the kiss of death length. Mm-hmm. You should, I mean, and if you're just starting out, like five and under, mm-hmm. you know, like keep it short, keep it simple. Uh, you know, make it with what you got, and then, and then you know you can get bigger and bigger as you go. But like you said, you know, I, I do find like sometimes you see shorts and they're like, oh my god, there's a helicopter shot in it. There's like big production values, or yeah. you know, maybe they've got a name or two in the movie. Mm-hmm. But that all comes with time. You know, mm-hmm. you know, every every time they go, oh, this guy, uh, you know, it's Richard Linklater's first feature it's like well you know he had made a bunch of eight millimeter shorts and a bunch of you know like 16 millimeter stuff before he graduated to the point where he was making you know like slacker right or something like that uh speaking of texas yes. you know in that area but like i i think little fests like this and it's probably a nicer experience mm-hmm. it's not so industry focused you know like some stuff that here oklahoma is a pretty big state i don't know how many like i don't know if there's a a robust film community in Oklahoma City or someplace like that. Only now. I mean, so, yeah. so yeah. So they've opened up a new soundstage called Prairie Surf Media in Oklahoma City. Um, and it's grown quite a bit. So they just filmed the first season of Tulsa King starring Sylvester Stallone in Oklahoma. And so the film industry has actually picked up 
a lot in just the last couple of years in Oklahoma. So they really are, and they have a really good tax incentive. It's very competitive with a lot of states, and it has a very low threshold. Um, so a lot of these states, they'll have tax uh, uh, credits, but you have to spend a an insane amount of money to reach the threshold to even qualify for it. Oklahoma's is relatively low in comparison. So it, and it has a very diverse um, terrain. So we have deserts and we have mountains and we have lakes and rivers and it, pretty much anything you can think of within reason. We don't have oceanfront property um, and we don't have snowy peaks. But outside of that, we have a little bit of everything else. So um, it it is an interesting place and it is starting to grow um it, it has a long ways to go but yeah well if you get in early that's probably the best time to to sure. go yeah, you know before sure. before it becomes the next sundance <laughs> or you know before it becomes uh this huge like before it becomes atlanta yeah kind of thing yeah all right man i gotta wrap up but okay. uh for people who want to find out more information where can they find you guys online the easiest thing is just to go to tonkawafilmfestival.com um we're on all the socials it's usually Tonkwa Film is on most of the socials, um, but the website's the easiest place to start. Um, submissions are already open for next year, so they are closed for this year because we're, we're making selections as we speak, but next year's are already open. So, again, short films anywhere in the world, um, 20 minutes and under. And that's all we got for you today. Thanks so much for taking this trip down the rabbit hole. For more of our content, including our movie reviews, visit our website, norustfortheweekendpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube, youtube.com slash getbehindtherabbit. I'd like to thank my guest, James Oxford, and our sponsor, JMR Rentals, for Behind the Rabbit Productions. I'm Jason Godby. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. <laughs>